Bechorot Perek Vav, Halacha Aleph. And this chapter deals not with Bechorot, but with Maaser Behemah, which Arambam said at the beginning of the treatise was going to be dealt with together, following the Pesukim, also lumping these two Mitzvot together. It's a mitzvah to separate one out of every ten of the kosher animals that are born each and every year. It only applies to uh, goats, sheep, and cows, as the Torah says, which is cows, vason, which is sheep and goats. Ma'asar behema applies uh, just in things that are not hektesh. In other words, if something is hektesh, then uh, those animals would not be subject to ma'asar. In Eretz Israel and outside, before and after the destruction of Bet Hamikdash. Aval hachamim aseru le'asar behema b'zeman azeh. However, Hamim forbade to do Maaser nowadays, and they said that we may only do so when the Beta Mikdash is rebuilt, because the problem would be what if there is a Maaser? And then the person proceeds to eat that animal without it getting a mum, which would be eating holin outside the Beta Mikdash, which is karet. But if the person goes ahead and in violation of this gezerah does maaser, then the only remedy for this animal is to wait for it to get a mum and then it can be eaten anywhere. Gimal. This applies to all three castes of people This is Kadashim Kalim, and what would happen with Maaser is the Shahita is done in the Azara, the blood is spilled once on the Mizbeyah Neged Hayesod, in the closest part of the Yesod, that's where Kadashim Kalim are done. The emurim, the inside limbs of the animal, are burnt, are burnt offering on the mizbeach, and the rest is edible to the owners, the, whether it's Israel, Levim, or Kohanim, and there is no matenot kehuna attached to it, but rather it's like Korban Pesach needs to be eaten um, within Yerushalayim. Ve'im ha'ya ba'al mum ben shenafal b'mum ben sheifrishobat t'chila b'mumo, harazen e'chal b'chol makom. And if it has a mum, whether that mum was before or after this was separated as ma'asar, then it may be eaten uh, anywhere because of this mum. Ma'asar behema is forbidden to sell it while the animal has no mum when it's tamim. Because it's, it says lo yigael, it may not be redeemed. And Hachamim learned that uh, not only can you not redeem it, but also you cannot transact with it, you cannot uh, sell it. Ve'yira'eli sh'amukher ma'asar lo asak elum ve'lo kanal okeyah, hulfichach 
אין אלוקי כמוכיח ימי כהנים, שלא קנה לוקיח וכמוכר יפתתו על כמו שהתבהר במקומו. And I think, says הרמב״ם, when it says I think, as we've said many times, it means this is not from the Gemara, but something that follows from the Gemara. And הרמב״ם is honest enough to always tell us, this is what follows, logically, from the principles that the Gemara legislated, but I'm not a legislator, says הרמב״ם, and therefore I'm presenting this as my own opinion for you to take it or leave it. You may take it, you may not, not take it, but this is from me. Everything else where I don't say Yira'eli is not from me. I'm just restating to you, I'm summarizing to you the conclusions of the Gemara, and therefore the authority of those statements is not me, but the Gemara. So the statement he's making Adam here is saying that this transaction is actually void, null and void, there is no transaction, and therefore there is no Malkut. Al-Chavav. מדברי סופרים שאסור למכור אותו בעלמום, ואפילו שחוט, גזירה שמי ימכרן נוחי. לפיכך, אין שוקלין מנה כנגד מנה במעשר כדרך שוקלין בבכור, מפני שהוא נראה כמוכר. One more thing חכמים forbid is to sell it even if it has מום, in other words, even if the master is going to be eaten right now, or even after שחיטה, which is already מותר באכילה, because they, did, they wanted to prevent people selling it when it's still when it's still alive and has Kedusha, which is why, unlike the Rechor where we said a Kohen may exchange a piece of, of the meat with another Kohen of another Bechor, you may not do this with Maaser because it looks like transacting with it. Zayin, u'ma'asar behema shel ha'yetomim shenishat b'mumo, mutar l'mokro k'edarko m'pnei ha'shavat, mutar l'mokro k'edarko m'pnei ha'shavat avedal ha'yetomim, lo gazeru alav. However, a maaser of orphans, in other words, they received a maaser as inheritance that had shechita with the moon, it may be sold in order to, 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 to then help them split the inheritance, I'm guessing, um, <clears throat> because hachamim did not, did, did not extend this gezirat yetomim since we are helping them preserve uh, this, this wealth before it loses value. If the maaser was nishat after having a mum, then although you may not sell it, you may sell some specific parts of it. It's helev, which, which is not edible, but you may use it for, for light, as, as oil for, for combustion, for lighting. Gidav uh, ve'oro, which are used for leather, and for um, the gidim, the nerves, or the, the tendons are used for, like we use them today in the Sifre Torah, Mezuzot, Tefillin. Um, so those things are permitted to, to sell from the Maser. The only thing that's forbidden is the actual meat. And if the person goes ahead and, and actually sells the meat as part of the same package with the other things that may be sold, mutar, um, that's fine, he may do so. Uh, also too, if, the, if bones in some situation happen to be of high value, maybe because, uh, I don't know, there's a new fad of doing uh, things made of bone or something like that, and then he wants to sell the meat incidentally to the bones that are being sold, which is permitted to sell, 
that's also permitted. Tet. Hakol ne'emani na'amu me'maaser. Lomar mum zem elav ba velo na'asa ledaat. Afilu elu she'enan ne'emani ma'la bechor ne'emani la maaser. Veroi adam mum me'maaser she'lo matiro ima ya mumche. She'im irse yatil mum bechol aydro ve'achal kach ya'aser. Ve'nipsa ma'aser ba'al mum mit'tehillato. Everyone can testify about mum me'maaser and to say that this mum happened in and of itself and not on purpose, which will be forbidden. Le'atil mum ba'kadashim. And even in circumstances where we said we don't trust a person to say that the Bechor is permissible, with Maaser is different because what they could always do is they could go around their either the herd and make a mum in each and every animal. And then by extension, when they proceed to take Maaser, they'd be taking Maaser of something that already has a mum, which would not, which would mean it's not, it's mutar be'achila. Yod. If a person buys already born animals, or if he receives them as a gift, even if they were born this year, and therefore onata ma'asrot is going to happen while he owns them, he's patur, because they need to be born under his ownership. Therefore, if you have uh, uh, two partners, have, let's say, a hundred, uh, each, each person brings a hundred animals and they mix them together, and then, and then they, they hold them as partners, then um, they'd be patur min maaser, because each and every one of those two, uh, 200 animals would be as though it's sold to the other. Uh, heirs receiving baby animals as inheritance would be, be peturim in a master. However, the second generation uh, of babies, baby animals born within this partnership property or born to, to the inheritance, that would be hayav the master. So too, if instead of partnering on animals themselves, they partner on money and then they proceeded to buy animals, the same with an inheritance, that the monies of the inheritance was used to purchase a bunch of animals, then those animals, because they, they, they did not, they were not born in their reshut, they would not be hayabemaser. However, the next generation would be, and we see this partnership, whether a voluntary partnership or a partnership by virtue of, of an inheritance as a single ownership in the sense that anything born within that ownership would be Hayat Maser. However, if partners 
divvy up their property so that each of them ends up owning specific animals and then they rejoin them. The moment that they split up that property, it's as if each of them is buying those animals for themselves, which would mean that they would not be Hayab master in that instance. Yod Aleph. Ha'hin ve'ashutafin she'haleku ba'kesafin ve'lo haleku ba'behema ha'yavin ba'ma'asar. Siblings, in other words, heirs or partners that <coughs> They divide up the money. In other words, they say, you take this amount of money, I take this amount of money. We are not holding it jointly, but they did not split up the, the animals. They would still be having master. Even though there is an aspect of their partnership that's not single ownership, we see the rest of their partnership as single ownership with respect to the animals that they hold. However, vice versa, if they divide up the animals but not the money, then again, when you divide up the animal, just think of it as a new transaction, a new purchase of the animals, which would mean they are not Hayavim Ma'asar. Yodbet. If a person buys fetuses before they are born, and then they are born, it buys 10 of them, so all of them would be Hayab Maser because we care about the moment of birth. And that moment of birth is when that person owned them, and therefore they are Hayabim Maser. Yod Gimal. Kohen shenafelu lo eser behemot berezil hager peturin mina maser shematenot kehuna matanot hen uchar ve'arnu shehamnitan bematana patur mina maser. If a Kohen receives a son of a matanot kehuna, gazel hager. Gazel hager means that a convert who doesn't have heirs, he leaves some property behind and has absolutely no heirs. So a Yehudi will always have heirs. Why? Because if we we go after we go for the heirs after uh, the down, we, we go down the stream. In other words, children, grandchildren, and so on. But if we cannot find heirs down, we start going up, and then. Anyone who has ancestry within Am Israel will eventually have an heir. Might be pretty far, but it, it will be a next of kin. Um, with a girl, that's not the case. And therefore, one of Matenot Kehunai is that if a girl leaves property without any heirs, that goes to the Kohanim that are then serving in Bet HaMikdash. So a Kohan received 10 animals from a girl, from Gazela Ger. Sorry. It's not if the, it's not if the, if the, girl, die, if the girl dies. It's rather if somebody steals from the girl and then that girl dies, the return of that property is returned to Bet HaMikdash. So if somebody returns such property consisting of 10 animals, those animals would not be Hayabim Maser because this is a gift, and we say that gifts are Peturim Maser. Yod Dalet. Hakol nichnasin latir litaser ben temimin ben ba'ale mumin vechol isure mizbeyah now, what animals should be subject to Maaser? In other words, they're not all, all, all going to be Maaser, only one of ten. But which of them come to the deer to, to become part of the denominator, the tenth of which is going to be Maaser? It doesn't matter if they have mumin or not. They all come, even if they are isurem isbeya. They should come as well, um, except for 
kilaim, an animal that's born from uh, a from two different from two different species. Terefa, uh, terefa is an animal that was subject to some injury from a predator, or that sorry, that's derusa. Terefa is that it has a, a an injury that's not going to let it live for 12 months. Yosedofen is an animal that was born not from natural birth. Nechosar zeman is uh, before the eighth day after birth. All of them are patrimina master. And moreover, um, a, a, an animal born to a, to a dead mother, which means the mother died before giving birth to it, this is also not one of, of the ones that are, is going to become part of the denominator. And all of this is from Kabbalah that we know. Tetvav. In halakuah patur elam kenikaha hashanin alit aser. Lefichach. We just said that an animal before the eighth day, doesn't go into the deer. But this plays both ways, this cuts both ways. And the other way that this cuts is that if somebody buys an animal within the first eight days, it never had a period during which it will be Hayab Masar, and therefore it's as if you're buying a fetus, and the moment they reach the eighth day, this animal would be Hayab Masar. Tetzain. Kol behema shei safek im bat maaser hi, oina bat maaser, harahi petura mina maaser. We don't know if, if an animal should be subject to maaser or not. It's not subject to maaser. Lefichach. Therefore, if you have a mixture of animals, some of which are peturim and some of which are not, we don't care what, where is the majority, they are all peturim because each and every one of them has that possibility of being one of the ones that is not hayav be ma'asir. Baruch Amen